March 3rd of this year, 2017, we release our 8th studio album and our 11th album of original material, Wildcat. Very proud of this record. I do say it's a fine slab of rock and roll. JC and I traveled to Europe a few weeks ago to talk about Wildcat to the press. We flew to England, Germany, France, Sweden, Italy, and the Netherlands. The response so far has been nothing but 100% positive from what journalists told us and from what I've read online, so I'm very satisfied about it. We did over 75 interviews during the press run. One can get exhausted answering questions about the same subject over and over again, but it's part of the job, so I don't mind. And besides, I like talking about our music. Sometimes interviews can veer off, and I found myself over and over again lamenting the lonesome nature of rock and roll. Lonesome in the sense that, unlike other popular forms of music like punk rock and heavy metal, rock and roll doesn't have a cohesive interconnected scene or network. There isn't a unifying hub that binds bands together. Although we may share the same influences and listen to the same bands, we are all islands onto ourselves staring at each other from afar, stranded. When one steps back, it can be easy to see why this has come to be. Unlike punk rock and heavy metal, rock and roll never adapted to the times. Its sound and its basic functions have remained stuck in time. It can be off-putting for some who need a current connection to really submerse themselves. Punk rock is constantly adapting to the times, constantly refreshing and recharging itself for the next generation. Ask anyone of ranging ages who their favorite punk bands are, and each demographic will give you an entirely different list, but all interconnected with one another in some way. Even heavy metal has slowly started to change its presentation, sound, and its look to adapt to younger audiences. I think of bands like Def Heaven, Gallhammer, Sun O, and Ghost, each one more different than the other. Being that rock and roll has been around the longest and was once the most popular form of music, it has had enough time to be beaten into the ground. We never need to hear Stairway to Heaven or Yellow Submarine ever again. Thanks to classic rock radio, we've all heard it played over and over to the point of nausea. And all that repetition has helped detach rock from being taken seriously anymore as a viable current medium. And even though rock and roll itself, being blues-based, is an appropriation of black culture, it has since been appropriated itself by pop culture. On kids' TV shows, in shopping mall clothing stores, the genre has become a term used to describe anything other than the music, and nobody wants to go near it anymore. When I hear someone say, rock on, man, or let's rock, or let's rock and roll, they don't mean the music, they mean something else. Even bands that get played on the radio that sound like that dripping grunge meets adult contemporary drone that you hear when you are in the waiting room at the doctor, that gets labeled rock and roll. Where it was once revered as dangerous and offensive, it is now seen as innocuous and aseptic. The accoutrements associated with the music and the general mindset of the music have also become passé and dated. Celebrated misbehavior, overindulgence, puerile lyrics, puerile imagery, 
Undo, Misogyny. These have all helped to keep rock and roll as a throwback music that your uncle listened to, but it is no longer largely seen as a music to aspire to play. I'm not saying it should change its sound. This is the music that I love. Love it so much I gambled my life on it. But I am starting to see that it is slowly stepping back into the shadows and reclaiming its once lofty standing by, of all things, being quiet and letting everyone else forget about it. Finally, rock and roll is becoming cool again. It's becoming outsider music. It's becoming underground music. But like I stated earlier, rock and roll doesn't have a unifying hub that binds the bands and the audience together. In metal, there's Blabbermouth and the countless metal magazines in each country. There are also labels that cater to signing only metal bands, not to mention the metal-centric music festivals that are the biggest in the world, like Vakken Open Air, Grass Pop, Hellfest, In punk rock, there's a collective grassroots underground network that is so strong, it is beyond borders and can be found at almost every point on the globe. Not to mention punk news, dying scene, probably other five other outlets I'm not even aware exist. And of course, there's Warped Tour, Riot Fest, and institutions like Maximum Rock and Roll and Flipside. What does rock and roll have? Rolling Stone Magazine? That has little in common with true rock and roll music anymore when Snoop Dogg or the cast of Twilight graced the cover instead of true blue rock acts. Well, if rock and roll doesn't have Rolling Stone magazine or any other outlet for that matter behind it, supporting it, I want to throw this podcast in the ring to do so. For this podcast episode, and sporadically in the near future, I want to throw light on rock bands, newer rock bands who are, I feel, playing rock and roll with the true spirit the music demands. Bands that have their hearts in the right place. And hey, if you really want to play rock and roll in 2017 when pop music, EDM, heavy metal, punk rock, and indie rock usurp it at every turn, you must be into this music because you like it. And I doff my cap to you. Over the years, our band has made concerted efforts to take rock bands out on the road with us to create true rock and roll packages. It might sound easy to do because you see metal bands touring together all the time. Punk bands tour together as well. But being in a rock band today, most are unsure as what constitutes a rock band. And we are always getting suggestions for tours from people with bands that don't match the rock and roll sound or the idea we have as to what a rock and roll band is supposed to be. For some reason, being in a rock and roll band to a lot of people means dressing up like you just stole the wardrobe from the Matrix movies and everyone is pained and everyone is crying. Probably the farthest thing from rock and roll, actually. So what am I talking about here? Obviously, I'm talking about bands with a Heavy guitar sound, blues-based, as mentioned, but don't fall into that slippery, hellish black hole that is termed alternative. There was a time when alternative music meant anything that sounded cool, couldn't be easily categorized as punk rock, but still shared the aesthetic. Maybe were on the same labels, shared the same audiences. I'm thinking of bands like The Meat Puppets, The Pixies, Soundgarden, and even The Red Hot Chili Peppers. 
Eventually, some of these bands broke into the mainstream, and with that, turned the term alternative into a genre unto itself. But without a unifying sound, alternative got lumped in with rock and roll. So I don't mean those types of bands. In order to carve out a unifying scene, some lines in the sand must be drawn, and and here's where I draw them. I'm talking about bands who reference older rock bands when rock was king from the 60s and the 70s, sometimes from the 80s, but they do it with a reverence that doesn't spill over to mere parody or become a kitschy throwback. The disparity between punk bands is an ongoing discussion. The unifying thread between, say, The Clash and The Cro-Mags are similar contrarian attitudes and outlooks to life. But in rock, influences are only degrees away from each other. Most rock bands will cite similar influences, and there's a tendency for stagnation due to musical inbreeding. So these bands I want to focus on and corral into some semblance of a scene have wider influences that take from metal and punk and pop and soul music, much like our band does. Some of these bands we've taken out on tour with us. Some I've watched from the sidelines and become their fan. Happy to know there are new bands out there still willing to carry the torch that Iggy, Lemmy, Phil, Jimmy, and Keith carried before. We've been doing this rock and roll thing for 20 years, and I feel we've only now hit our stride, putting out the best rock records of our career. And it makes it fun knowing there's a real scene to receive it, an audience to champion it. And here's an episode that showcases a few bands that are part of this scene. I want to bring these bands together, make you aware of them, make them aware of each other. I'll play about a minute or so from each band to give a taste and to comply with any sort of territorial legalities. And let's start constructing a proper, respectable, contemporary rock and roll scene that punk and metal have long since had. I must mention here that I'm, I'm going to be taking a bit of a break with the podcast, not long, just until mid-March, while our new album, Wildcat, gets released, and we prepare for it and promote it. We've already released the first single off it called My Little R&R. So as usual, I would like to thank Blue Mic Microphones and Skull Candy Headphones for supporting the podcast. Thanks for listening, and if you haven't already, please leave a rating and or a review of the podcast on iTunes, because it helps the podcast's profile on the iTunes store. Here we go. Get ready to get turned on to a bunch of hot rockin' bands right now. The Tango Joe's podcast is the best around They play the kid as Tango School will tell them for free I'm so glad I like to stop time Jimmy in from fuck time Stop playing Hang down Down Thank you for listening to the Tango Joe's podcast you motherfuckers! It's fucking great! It fucking slays! Thank you for listening to the Tango Joe!
Jones Podcast! You motherfuckers! Sequencing algorithm interface. The official Danko Jones podcast uploaded. Listen with caution. Are you sitting comfortably? Then we'll begin. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, get ready because the Danko Jones podcast starts. It was 2012, and we were touring in support of our album, Rock and Roll is Black and Blue. We took out The Biters from Atlanta, Georgia as our openers. Up to that point, they had released a string of fantastic EPs, each as good as the next. Last of the Dying Breed was the EP they joined our tour supporting. Right before they put out a record on our buddy Tony's label, Yeah Right Records called It's All Chewed Up, Okay?, Since then, they signed with Earache Records and released Electric Blood. I'm going to play about a minute off of Last of the Dying Breed so you can get a taste of this quartet that are equal parts Cheap Trick, Sweet, Slade, Dead Boys, Thin Lizzy, and the New York Dolls. If there's any band to kick off an episode about new, hot rock, it's these guys. In 2015, we were on tour supporting our album Fire Music. 
if there was one band that we wanted more than any band out with us, it was London, England's Admiral Sir Cloudsley Shovel, a three-piece band on Rise Above Records that had, to, to that point, released two albums, and their 2014 release, Check Em Before You Wreck Em, had been my favorite album of that year. Last year, they put out the equally rocking Keep It Greasy and continued where they left off. A melange of Captain Beyond, Blue Cheer, MC5, The Groundhogs, Budgie, and about a dozen more bands that harken back to their great bits of American and British rock while looking forward. Check them out for yourself. up tours for fire music, we took out Rome, Italy's Judah, a superb quintet that plays sticky sweet rock and roll. We really couldn't believe we, we got them to tour with us. We were such big fans. If every band in the world sounded like Judah, then rock and roll would be saved for us all. We're talking Sweet, Slade, Mott the Hoople, Cheap Trick, Roy Wood, The Move, and ELO. They were touring on their third album, Speaks Evil, on Burning Heart Records, and they really can't write a bad song. Here's a track off that release, and I hear they're working on a new fourth album too, so that's exciting news. Check them out. Here's Judah.
In the fall winter of 2015, we took two bands out with us as openers, Dead Lord from Stockholm, Sweden, and 77 from Barcelona, Spain. Dead Lord were supporting their album Heads Held High, while 77 were touring on Nothing Is Gonna Stop Us. Both bands, to me, were the embodiment of this podcast episode taking fruition. New bands with a heavy emphasis on guitar eschewing any temptation to play other contemporary forms of music. These bands embrace an older rock and roll sound, but give it a youthful makeover. In Dead Lord's case, I don't think it's hard to hear their uncompromising Thin Lizzy influence, while 77 take a few pages out of the ACDC book of rock riffs. Here's Dead Lord first from their album Heads Held High. This is farewell, farewell, this is farewell, this is farewell, farewell, farewell. This is the way that it happens, we'll all be laid to rest, I may farewell to That was Dead Lord. Here's 77 from their album, Nothing's Gonna Stop Us. It's an easy transition to go from rock and roll to metal. The two worlds coexist and jump in bed with one another seamlessly. However, one should never get the two mixed up. There are very glaring dividing lines that should never get blurred. 
Chris Black is someone who knows this rule very well. As someone who has his fingers in both pies, Black can do no wrong. As former bassist in Noctmistium, his bands like Super Christ and Dawnbringer are nothing short of brilliant. And of course, there's his band Actor with UC Letasalo, and that's a personal favorite of mine. But Black's all-out rock and roll band, High Spirits, is what's gaining ground and turning heads. It also shows just how versatile and talented he really is. Check it out. Jason McMaster is another musician, much like Chris Black, who can volley back and forth from rock to metal with such ease. He makes it look easy. Jason first came to national prominence fronting the legendary progressive thrash band Watchtower, but went on to gain worldwide recognition in the rock and roll band Dangerous Toys in the late 80s through the early 90s. Since then, he's kept up with metal in his bands Igniter and Evil United, while on the rock side of things, he fronts the explosive Broken Teeth. Here's Austin, Texas's best, Broken Teeth.
We aren't the only ones in Canada serving up the hot rock. Way out on the West Coast in Vancouver, BC, come La Chinga, another three-piece band started up in 2012, and they've slowly built a following of their own. It's boogie rock, served best with slabs and slices of Zeppelin, Sabbath, MC5, Captain Beyond, Blue Cheer. Canada is forever shying away from its rock roots and gravitating more towards indie rock bands due to the international acclaim that genre brings to the home front. But that doesn't stop us, nor does it stop La Chinga from carrying on. Check them out now. From Los Angeles, California, the quartet by the name of Dr. Boogie mixed the New York Dolls with Cheap Trick and the Faces to come up with their all-too-catchy brand of rock and roll. Sometimes certain musics are meant for certain times of the day, but I can take Dr. Boogie morning, noon, and night. If only this kind of music could be played more on the radio. More of this, please. And hopefully we'd have kids ditching their metalcore records for... Dr. Boogie. Finally, this March, we set out on the first leg of our Wildcat World Tour starting in Europe. We'll be taking out Bergen, Norway's Audrey Horn with us. And if you want to rock, well, look no further. Easily my favorite song of 2014. Here is 
Out of the City by Audrey Horn. There you have it. That was Audrey Horn, and they'll be joining us on tour this March across Europe. The other bands you heard on this episode, in case you missed it, Working Backwards, Dr. Boogie, La Chinga, Broken Teeth, High Spirits, 77, Dead Lord, Judah, Admiral Sir Cloudsley Shovel, and The Biters kicked the whole thing off. I think I'm going to do another episode like this sooner than later. Without any guest, no discussions, just a quick primer on some of the latest solid rock bands out there. There's got to be more to this rock and roll thing than cliched imagery and worn out nostalgia. Rock bands, despite looking to the past for inspiration, can hold their own amidst the current music climate and still sound fresh, exciting, and contemporary. And of course... I can't do an episode featuring a bunch of current rock bands without talking about our band. Again, March 3rd is the release date of our 8th studio album and 11th album in total if you count our compilations of all original material like I'm Alive and On Fire, B-Sides, and Garage Rock. It's already made the rounds, but here's a bit of the first single. It's called My Little R&R. Thanks for listening. Check it out. You look so good when you get out of bed. You're always ready to go. I caught you looking like a million bucks when you walk out the door. You got something they call attitude tripping all over the floor. Nobody says nothing, they just make their assumptions And now you 